0: All right, so let's go ahead. And get yeah, into let's go and get started. Let's get
1: Let's get started. All right, hey everybody, it's Tori O'Neill, the founder of the Mighty Dames, and we're back for another spotlight interview. And today we are joined with Nicole. Hello. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Nothing much, you know, just living our best life over here. Um, <laughs> so we met at the. um I think I met before this, like online, maybe, but we formally met we- at the. Did we?
0: we met at the um the very first time i physically remember seeing you was at um aj's camp um uh, yeah role model camp and i was like there's another black person yes
1: i must say hello listen that <laughs> camp was amazing but like, i saw the other black girls doing the scams, like okay yeah like, oh there's one i'm gonna go say hey later and it's <laughs> like you like slowly ease your way over there She's and like, like no, hi hey, I'm
0: and, yeah and here's the thing. If you travel internationally as a black person, especially like, for example, I've, tr- I've been to Mexico before. I, mm-hmm. I lived in Mexico. Well, I studied in Mexico for three months. Okay. There are The part of Mexico, in central Mexico I was in, there were no black people. So if you mm-hmm. saw another black people, it was an automatic, no questions asked, you will say hello. Because it's uh-huh. like, you. it's somebody who you know understands what you come from. Yep. I even met black people who didn't speak English like it was one guy he was cute uh, it was <laughs> one of the Cuban dude like and I was like I walked up to him thinking you know because where Mexico is is close to California and a mm-hmm. lot of the black people came from California so I was mm-hmm. like hey where are you from he says Cuba I was like oh this is gonna be a little because I didn't speak Spanish as well as I did now so yeah I was like this is gonna be a little bit of a language barrier <laughs> I had to write stuff down we had so, to- but
1: I'm gonna give it a shot because you look yeah. like me and I don't see nobody else yeah cause, like
0: me. and like to segue into black woman black whip belt that's the reason I yes. started it, is because in jujitsu um when I first started I was pretty much the first gym I went to. I was the only woman Mm. that was there for a minute. Okay. It was another woman. She would come in every now and then, Uh but I was the only consistent woman going. Uh So that is the reason why I was like, I know there's gotta be other black women if I'm not the first. Am yeah. Yeah.
1: You like, feel, I was like, I'm the
0: first one. This is you great. You feel
1: like a pioneer every time you go in yeah. there like, it is me.
0: Yeah. Um, I am. I am the only one. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, we're,
0: honestly, for me, black woman, black belt is, it is a step out on faith because mm-hmm. I, if you have seen me on Instagram. You know, I am not good at Instagram. I'm just, I'm getting <laughs> much better at Instagram. I am good at Facebook, mm-hmm. but even like Facebook, they're, I, and I'm just going to apologize to everybody that's on my Facebook pages. Cause I like three of them. One of them I accidentally created. I got a group and then I got a page. And Facebook makes it ridiculously hard yeah. to build a community because they have all these dumb rules. But mm-hmm. with Instagram, I, I,
1: Once I, I job,
0: yeah, I'll, um, when we have people who join, I make sure to go for the everyday black woman because mm-hmm. I, I, there's other, there's other Instagram posts where they have black women, mm-hmm. but I noticed that those are very aspirational yeah. These women are usually professional athletes in some way, shape, or form, or uh, what do you call it, um, Olympians, and they just like um, they're they're
1: high level
0: athletes, yeah, and or they are Hollywood um, stunt women and all or of that, fitness
1: models. Yeah, and
0: I'm like, I am. Do I look like a fitness? Look, look at me. Look at my edges. Do I look, <laughs> do I look like a, a
1: fitness, fitness model? model you? Edges will be slicked, and licked down. Clearly, that's like, fried dad laid to the side hello Banana. okay well let's talk, let's get to the very beginning i want you to int- right. let's introduce yourself you know since we bought five tennis, let's <laughs> introduce yourself and let's say um where you train out of how long you've been in jiu-jitsu and what got you into the sport
0: all right my name is nicole harden um i am i've been in um jiu-jitsu since um july 2013 so i'm coming up on my, my eighth year okay. of jiu-jitsu i am a purple belt um i train out of louisville kentucky uh at a gym Ooh. called made fitness and training center big up to made i love that place i love my gym <laughs> i love everybody at my gym i love that place um what else did you say um, Where I train you get, out yeah, of- like, how did you get into jujitsu? Okay, well, that is a story (laughs) that I need to break up into five parts because I figured out I'm going to have to just make it. It was, it's a hot mess. Let's just say, whoo, it was a hot mess. Okay, My my very first gym that I went to, um, I started martial arts in 2011. So I've been in martial arts for, yeah, for a decade. In Mm -hmm. in, um, September, it'll be one decade that I've been into martial arts. And I started out with Krav Maga. Okay. and when I started doing Krav Maga I loved it but like they um they lured me in I, this, I feel like Krav Maga was the gate drug it's like hey baby
1: I got some bliss. I, I got some groundwork
0: for you that's like, how
1: they they lured me in with wrestling they're like yeah we do wrestling over here but that's after jujitsu. so you know come on the jujitsu first and then we'll do the little wrestling
0: yeah it's I feel like the other the other martial arts are gateway drugs to jujitsu because jujitsu is the hard stuff both literally and figuratively because it's rough. But um I had gotten into jujitsu in July twenty thirteen. Um what it okay. Let's start, let's go backwards. <laughs> twenty eleven is when I got into martial arts. I did Krav Maga from twenty eleven to about twenty fourteen. Okay. And okay. then somewhere around 2013, 20- 13, I'd say about April, May, June, 2013, the gym, my original gym, my first gym, Um, they were, there were no women on the mats. There were none. And they were like, the first six women go free. And I was like, bet, <laughs> free? <laughs> that, say no more. <laughs> free? That's my favorite four-letter word right oh, there, I mean, that and food. I was like- Favorite price. Know? My man, free, free 99, I was there. And then I remember my very first lesson, um, with now I, I train with him, the Joe Manning. Now he's, he was the guy that like, he was my very first lesson. And now he is the one, like he moved gyms and we're not even going to get to that. We're not, we're um, not going to talk about it. And, um, I remember him being very patient. He was, I called him the buff Andy Griffith cause he's a police officer, <laughs> but he was ripped I mean, like, he was like, he was I remember him just being really good. I was like, man, he's in really good shape. <laughs> and he was very patient. He taught me the helicopter legs, you know how he swing yeah, legs around. Yeah. Like, he's like, wow, you're good at this. And I was like, Yeah, I'm good. So from there, um, twenty thirteen, um uh I um let me see, Cause I I, almost, I kinda lost track there for a few seconds. Yeah. I, I, and I, the ones, the ladies that are like, wow, they made me wait two or three weeks before going into my first class. Not me. They pretty much, they threw me in head first, deep in just first class. And like, of course, as a white belt, I was flailing, but I had so much fun. It -hmm. was one of those numbers where I had so much fun doing it. I would wear. I would be so tired afterwards to be like, "This is garbage." I'm going to come back next week. This is this is great. Like I would. Uh huh. So then from there, um, the, the plot thickens. <laughs> the main. Okay. The like in the gym that I was in, the main professor, I mean the one over the entire jujitsu program then became the main professor at our school mm-hmm. and let's just say it like this I'm, I'm gonna give you the long story short he was probably one of the most abusive people i have ever met in my life he gotcha. was extremely abusive like mm-hmm. he's he's a brazilian very abusive and, like the way that they formatted his abuse is that you know you know he's a foreigner, and you know you know they're making you know excuses how people, they're making they made straight out excuses for his bad behavior, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of bad behavior mm-hmm. just and like of course, I was the one that was getting. Like, I would. There were certain people he would pick on, ah. but I was, I was, I was, he was one your of your favorite. Favorites. I was one of the favorites. i yeah. and I mean, I would probably say I was the favorite for a minute. Like, because let's just be, and I hate to say it like this. Uh, well, no, I'm gonna just say it yeah. because the truth is the truth. Yep. Um, what it was is that he's only 10 years older than I am, mm-hmm. and um. He didn't see me like where I am now. They see me as a student. I am just a student. Mm-hmm. They help me when I need help. In mm-hmm. his case, he did not see me as just a student. He saw me as a potential, one of his potential side pieces. And I was like, oh, no. no that's okay. that's not, that is not how we roll.
1: That you is up the dating pool.
0: Yeah. And, and from what I've heard after I left, I was like, I was, well, I was not the first. I was not one of the first students he's ever dated. So I was Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. So, and the reason, and let's just get into like my blue belt. Mm -hmm. Um, I got my blue belts in, um, December, 2014. Okay. And when I got my blue, I was a blue belt from December, 2014 to January, 2020. So I was a blue belt for five and a half years. And you were
1: active this whole time?
0: I was, let's just say it like this, from like 2015 to 2017, I would go and train six days a week. Sometimes two to three hours a day. I was, my weight loss was from, I was training so hard. And this was when I was, um, i would say 2015 2016 especially 2016 2017 i went from 175 well i say 178 pounds to 162 163 i dropped almost 20 pounds that's how hard i worked I, I worked hard all the time okay now i'm not gonna pretend that i was this angel when i went up in there like i was <laughs> i've never done anything wrong oh yeah I, and that's when i started swearing like a sailor because, mm-hmm, like
1: mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. had
0: to i had to unstop my like when i'm doing recordings i really have to really pull back because i know me Ooh, I, will, I will cuss like a sailor just
1: you you clearly like, heard some of my podcasts i have to i'm terrible with that and that's why i was like i have to
0: i don't think like like i don't mind but some people might yeah. mind my colorful language yep. so i pull that back hard mm-hmm. like and I was, I, and I'm not going to say I wasn't in there acting a fool, of my damn self, because mm-hmm. like I'm not going to pretend that I was just this angel and they just abused me. Uh-huh. But it was, I I literally saw in my transaction that there was a difference between that would come in. Um, they were, she was a lot more, uh, she's a lot more conservative. Mm -hmm. She was, and and I'm not taking anything away from her because she was a phenomenal athlete. Like she Mm -hmm. was, she was, I always call it, she's a damn Viking. Like she was like, yeah. seriously. But the thing is, is she would only come in like two or three times a week. She'd hurt herself because jujitsu was rough. Mm -hmm. And the dudes I was rolling with, they didn't. Mm -hmm they weren't out to hurt you but if you got hurt oh well yeah, yeah. one of those numbers and the thing that I started noticing during my jujitsu jitsu career is that she would come in and she would get help she would get support that she didn't even ask for she mm-hmm. wouldn't even ask for it I would be there the whole pretty time. much six days a week two to three hours a day and I'd have to beg for it I'm like I'd have to beg for help and there was other people and I'm like, here, here's the thing. I always like to add this in there. And it's when I actually finally get the bravery to just tell my entire story piece mm-hmm. from day like from point to point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't have lasted if there weren't good people there. Yeah. That mm-hmm. there like what I've learned about abusive and toxic like gyms and things
1: mm-hmm.
0: is not every single person there was abusive because there's a few guys to this day that I see them like we're friends online um when I see them on the street I stop I say hello to them Mm -hmm. they they really tried to help me so Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm saying I'm not saying that everybody I'm I'm not trying to make everybody there look like a villain but there was some villain There was some there was some um villainous I was about to to say Uh, a bad word uh. (laughs) About to say the f bomb, I'm like, no, that's probably not you. good. I got but you. But there was some, there was some, um, definite favoritism. If gotcha. if there was to be said, there's you definite know, favoritism.
1: You know what? Like, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, there's good people in bad environments, because I think some people think that a gym is only toxic if everyone is bad, and it's not. It's if the overall culture is negative, then you have a toxic environment, and Man, I honestly like I don't know how you lasted that long. Cause one of the things I always I like tell people all the time, and we get this question a lot from the Danes, it's like, if you do not feel like you are getting the instruction that you are paying for, and get the hell out. Get out. Like get the hell out. Get you were the, and If especially <laughs> if like the abuse that you you went through, like you're not you're not being valued. You're not being, you're not being taught properly. You're, you're burning yourself out. And then the end of the day, is like, you're burning yourself out for like, I, I know people don't like the word hobbyist, but you're burning yourself out for a hobby. Yeah. There was, are other people who will take your money and treat you, will treat you with kindness.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. And to speak on that, um, the thing that I've known, the thing that I look back in retrospect, there were four um there were four pillars to my um to my, well there's like three to four pillars to my views one of the biggest pillars was the fact that in my mind one of the parts of the culture is that we're the best gym you're never gonna find anything better mm-hmm. and we had our um the main instructor is very high ranked like
1: yeah yeah he, yeah
0: like he's like a sixth degree black belt like yeah he's he's close to coral so gotcha. Like, and I was like, I'm not, and especially in here where I am in Kentucky, I'm like, you're not going to find that. So I was like, yeah. I would, it was kind of that feedback loop of you're being treated badly, but where are you going go? yeah. to you go? You're being treated badly, but where are you going to go? You're being treated badly, but where are you going to go? And towards the end, at the very end, the thing that really made me just was like done was like, I had done all of this work and I was seeing women coming in that, were doing none of the, like did like a fraction of the work and they would get help Mm -hmm. and they would get supported. And the, the, that broke the camel's back is that like, and I'll tell a whole thing. There's going to be one whole simulcast
1: about. It continued later of the full.
0: Yeah. It was promotion ceremony back in like 2018. And I was Mm -hmm. like, after that, I was like, "It is time I'm to go. Outie. I'm gone." I and here's the thing. Oh, and and that's after that. I was like, after that promotion ceremony, I was like, I was so upset. I was so mad. And then I one called one of the pretty much his only female black belt. He's mm-hmm. he's been doing this forever, and he has one,
1: one female, mm. one female. That's a like, tough broad right there.
0: And I was like. What, and she was like, I was, I pretty much talked to her and I was like, what is going on? Like, pretty much I was like despondent and I was like, what, ki- what, 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 what am I like? I was just, I was angry. I was furious mm-hmm. and, um, like I was so furious. I didn't even stay, you know how they take the picture at the end Yeah. Where I was like,
1: I'm, like
0: I'm, mm. I'm done. They were like, you're taking it. One man, he didn't know who I was like, they're taking the picture. I was like, I'm gone. I got my stuff. I was like, like, you're not gonna see me looking all upset. You're not gonna, Mm -hmm. you're not gonna get the satisfaction of seeing me cry. Cause Mm -hmm. I didn't really cry. I was just, I was just furious. Um, and she was saying something to the effect of, he only does this to people that he gives, excuse my language that he gives a shit about. And I was like, but here's my thing. And the thing that, like, one of the, like, the one of the determinants of me just, like, yeah, okay, just, I needed that um, assurance that, yeah, I, it is time to go. Is the thing is, why do you care so much? why Because I'm, like, you didn't do anything extra special for my training. Yep. Like, you really didn't. Mm-mm. Like, you didn't. All you did was belittle me in front of mm-hmm. people and try to make me try to take me down a peg because because like, if you haven't noticed my personality right now mm-hmm. is I am gregarious mm-hmm. I am loud I am silly as I'll get out yep. I am absolutely I'm insane I'm one we, of those
1: people we are people who enjoy life and yeah. are vocal about it
0: yeah and I'm very very vocal about enjoying life mm-hmm. but yeah I had to turn my my light up a little bit until it did Um, but I feel like the whole time I was there, he was trying to kill that. And I was like, I can kill that.
1: I'm like, Oh, like, you know what? Like this whole idea of tough love and, Oh, they're only hard on you because they care. That's kind of bullshit because you can be tough on someone and then reinforce the care. And it sounds like he was tough, not tough. He was abusive. And didn't even have the, like the gumption to do the aftercare part of it. You know, Yeah. like some people who were like, and I, I've, I've seen it plenty of times. They run a hard freaking class. Well, you were at camp. You've been to Rachel's thing. Rachel. I was about to say Rachel. She, she runs, said those, like, she runs a the- hard class, but. She definitely reinforces you through the way. She'll tell you, like, don't quit. You're fine. But like afterwards, she's like, you did you made it through that? Good job. And she's like, I'm pushing. Like, she gives you that reinforcement. So if you're just beating someone down for whatever reason you have in your mind, I mean, you're, I'm gonna say you're a jackass. Like, you don't that that's so unnecessary. And that right there exactly why we get such a drop-off rate in jujitsu, especially for women. Like, you that, that that's so unhelpful.
0: And my thing is, is I took it, uh, and I, looking back on it, I took it for so long. It's and and, and like I said, it was that feedback loop of because mm-hmm. like I wanted to leave. I remember 2016. I was like, I could leave right now. Cause mm-hmm. Like I had more than one time that I was like, I want to get out of here. I want to, and now I look at people in abusive relationships and I understand yep. why, mm-hmm. how abusive relationships are. Cause it was like an abusive relationship. Yeah. It was like, it was. I, yeah, I I, I want to leave. I want to leave badly, but yep. where will I go? What well, can see, I
1: do? I'm glad you've compared that to an abusive relationship because it is an abusive relationship. Abusive relations can happen outside a romantic setting can be yeah. abusive friendship uh, abusive family ties toxic relationships flow anywhere so I think that's another thing people don't think about that you know you can be in an abusive relationship with your coach and like for like for example all the reasons you said you stay are similar to all the reasons why you know people stay in abusive relationships in the romantic sense like how, where am I going to go financially what am I going to do in your case it was like Okay, well he's the best training. This is the best training I'm going to get. Like who's going to replace this level? And then eventually you you get that clarity. It's like, you know what? Pretty sure there's another black belt around here who do just fine.
0: Yeah. I'm like
1: I don't I'll be I don't,
0: fine. I don't need I like in order I don't need a bazooka. I just need a gun. Yep. And the guys that I train under Um, the, the men that I train under now, they are excellent. Mm -hmm. I love learning. And I feel like I learn so much more because they take the time and I'll ask a question after class and they're like, well, try this. You want to like, they'll actually take Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And as a school teacher, I like, I, I started thinking of it as a school teacher. I was like, if I were, if he were an actual school teacher, he wouldn't last. Oh, he would have
1: fired and sued
0: yeah a long time ago because yeah. well actually let me quit line depends <laughs> let me let's not get into that cause like <laughs> My job, but um but it was just yeah tenure is something else because i've seen some teachers i'm like you should have been gone a long time ago but neither here nor there nobody said they like blah 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 but at the end of the day i always feel like like it was so many like there's so many lessons i learned like mm-hmm. i was I can no longer look at people that go through abusive relationships, even a re, especially abusive gym relationships, mm-hmm. and I can't judge them anymore. I can't be like, mm-hmm. well, why'd you take that? Because now I understand exactly you, why. Yep. I, took it. I understand because it's like you're with this person that teaches you something like, because I loved, I've always loved jujitsu. Like day one, I was in love with jujitsu, yeah. like in love with it, mm-hmm. loved it. The more I did it, the more I love it. And it's like you can't. It's like they're almost like your drug supplier. Like, yeah. you know where your crack is coming from. You can't break yourself <laughs> off from your from your from your stash. Like, you, you can't do this. Like, and it's like oh. so many women that are in um, gyms in other gyms where mm-hmm. you know the 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 the, um, the gym owner or the the instructors instructor ain't worth a dime on credit like man ain't worth a dime on credit but they stay because it's one of those numbers that i get it i 100 percent understand yeah it's like you really you really have to it's like you have to mentally break yourself off from the place before you physically leave and a lot of people it's it's hard work and a lot of people are not willing to do that because
1: and then like you tie that all that up and especially you said you have an old school brazilian teacher with this um idea of loyalty within jujitsu community Yeah, that if you leave you're somehow on, yeah you're so you're this terrible person because you know you broke your lineage you you dared to leave you know your very first or you know your very first coach again I say like that's such bullshit I I, I always say like I lucked out because like I'm at the only gym I've been at there was like two in my area, but you know, I just happened to get under some really great people and it made me very naive to how jujitsu worked when I started cross training more. And yeah. when I started, um, cause I'm for my old job. I used to travel a lot. So I would always jump and go to random gyms or, you know, you do open math and stuff like that. And I was just like noticing things where like certain girls and certain groups wouldn't roll with me, but other teams would, or I could never just drop by certain gyms other ones I could or like certain people will go really hard with me on one gym and another one didn't like why are they doing this like intimidation um they have a cult mentality um, they have toxic leadership and that's trickling down to the individuals who are then putting it on you so yes. it's it that was definitely a lesson that I had to learn just like yeah. you know I, yeah. I, I, I think being like, I think the first time I actually went out was I was a blue belt. So I had my whole like, two years of being a white belt where I just thought jujitsu people are dope. They're awesome. This place is wonderful. And then blue belt, I was like, oh, where'd all these assholes come from? <laughs> like, excuse <laughs> <laughs> me? I'm, and And that's another
0: reason that I stayed for so long because that first year, first year and a half, like during my white belt, I was so like, like, even the abuse, all the craziness, I was so, like, the endorphins, like. You were all in. I was just like, and I really believe, like, there's, and God bless Tom the Blast, I've never met him before, he has that one where it was like, the the, the quote is more or less that jujitsu is the great equalizer, the great, it equalizes the, it levels the playing field for everybody, like, jew muslim black white bullshit but that 100%. was spoken
1: by what white man white man so yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. of course it's equal to you exactly because you you're, you're at the you're top of everyone else of, you're at the top of the food chain yeah. you're
0: black belt and you're white and you're a male so like yeah. everything's going to work for you so
1: girl that's a whole other conversation how like because people don't experience things and they see like a visual reputation of like all yeah. these different people on the mat they instantly believe that like all their issues are done because they're rolling not thinking that like well how did you notice that like the people are rolling harder with the black woman or like no one's really going over to the black dude because he's a little bit bigger or no one's really messing with the going to want to go roll <laughs> with the woman the muslim woman who has a cover because they they think it's too weird like no there's stuff that definitely pops up you just now here's
0: what i've here's what i've actually noticed about like black men Mm as opposed to black women now in some places um the stereotype is that you know we're all athletic now (laughs) yeah i am i am definitely like okay let me quit lying i'm pretty athletic. It's even for my age. I'm a lot older than I look. So I'm not gonna like I say, tell people, I'm like I'm not telling my age anymore. I'm dumb. I'm <laughs> done with it. I'm gonna let you guess black don't crack. You're gonna think I'm way younger than I actually am. Hey. But but on that same token, what I've noticed is when I was at my first gym, is that the microaggressions towards the men was one of those numbers where they would think that they like, especially like one guy that I would roll with, he, he has a PhD, like he's really smart. Like Mm -hmm. that's the, and, but he also, he started like working out and gaining weight and he got, he got ripped. Mm -hmm. So his, the microaggression was more of the, Oh, look at this big black buff. Yeah. And I was like, and he was like, he was feeling, he's, and here's the messed up thing. Because if I'd have known, I would have left a long time ago. He said the only reason that he stayed there for as long as he was there is because I was there. Yep. Cause, <laughs>
1: I'm
0: like, seriously? You could have told me that. Like, because I should have had a talk. We could have walked out together. It was like, I'd have told you a long time ago, get the hell out.
1: But, you know, these, that, like you said, race is a... Com- like, people don't like to... Let me take that back. Like, the fairer skin sometimes don't like to... They don't maybe they don't understand why racist stuff a comfort because there's a lot of them everywhere but like yeah. when there's only a couple of you and like you see that one person leave you get like at my gym our gym is fine and we just started getting more black people in and like yeah. the other day we had like two black dudes in jiu-jitsu class out of a class of like 12. I looked over to the kids class and there was like four or five of them over there I looked at there. I, I was just smiling I was like. Oh, this is great! We're coming up in the world, <laughs> and I have to like realize, like, Tori, you can't go in this class smiling like a fool to these new people because you will scare them off. But oh, like, I, I will. I'm like, hey, what's your name? Okay, if you need any help, you know, Tori, I'm here. Let me, I got yeah. you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I uh, know. Like, like, because my thing is, is like, black women. Like, when women come into my gym, the gym that I am now, mm-hmm. I, I, I act a fool because oh, I'm absolutely. Like, hey I was like, "Oh my God, some estrogen. Yeah. Because
1: you're gonna get game. black men over black women who come into yeah. the sport.
0: We're like and, the yeah, last and,
1: frontier to come in here.
0: And that's the thing. I was like, if I had known, my like a lot of it's like, I think it's known, but it's like not said. But like, the more black people you have, the more black people you will have. It's yep. like a yep. bird teaches another bird how to fly. Like, yep. And like we <laughs> black
1: birds, but you know, we teach other black birds do you um okay do you follow any kind of wrestling or anything oh no actually i don't okay well there's like do you know the wrestler um what's his last um last name burrow jordan, Bur- jordan burrows yeah jordan burrows so he yeah, a, I- a couple months back it was like his um his daughter and like maybe like a 12 year old or 13 year old uh, wrestler. So his daughter's like four or something like a, a kid and she, he was telling the story about how his daughter brought her wrestling shoes to her brother her big brother's first wrestling class and he's like oh maybe she'd get brave enough to go and train but you know she got there there's all boys she's like no nah, i'm just gonna do my cartwheels on the side there's always a kid doing cartwheels on the side and then the- <laughs> <laughs> there is and then well, the my second- girlfriend that's what their daughter does
0: cartwheels, cartwheels on the cartwheels. side she's so cute we keep but, going sorry
1: but on the next one there was this girl here and like the girl looked over there and she was like So, you know, imagine being this 12, 13 year old girl helping out this like five, six year old classes and Jordan Burroughs comes over and it's like, hey, can you work with my daughter? So then they, you see the daughters now engaged in all this stuff. And the how he ended it is, is like, this is why representation matters because that 13 year old girl who is not a state champion, is not a, a Olympian, is not like just, just A girl who's training right now was able to get that other girl out on the mat over an Olympic wrestler, over coaches with multiple state degrees, um, state titles. Like they couldn't do anything to get her on that mat. But just seeing another girl, seeing someone like her, she was willing to give it a try. Like that's why that's why it matters. Like when you see another woman or if you see another black woman, you're just like, oh, dope. Today's going to be a good day.
0: And that's the reason. At the end of the day, I started Black Woman Black Belt is because now we
1: can started... get <laughs> Thank you. Let's roll it back Listen, to it. I... All right. Just just so you know, I'm probably gonna cut this into two podcasts. We're gonna do like one because that was like a really good chunk on like um just talking about race relations and like you're 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 about abusive relationships or like like gym relationships where I really loved. And then we'll do the other one that we spotlight really on Black Woman Black Belt, so you can get the shine on that as well.
0: Okay, that's cool. No, I was like, the, either one. Like. You got a
1: twofer because this is awesome. Uh, right. Okay, so tell me a little bit about like, what is Black Woman Black Belt? And why, like, what are you doing in that space?
0: At this point, it's kind of at its infancy because I started it about, um, I started really being serious about it around, um, I'd say about October, 2020, because you know, okay. the pandemic, you ain't got nothing Pandemic, got to you
1: gotta find something to do.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was teaching because, you know, like this i would teach and then afterwards i was like um we'd go i'd do some jujitsu and like i had had on my mind i was just like you know what i'm gonna just do it Mm -hmm. i had on my mind four years about black woman black belt like because of the 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 way that i went through um my gym life Mm -hmm. um i was like i literally Mm -hmm. in about 2016 2015 2016 i started looking up black women that did jujitsu. That mm-hmm. did brazilian jiu-jitsu and i literally could not like i would find one here one there i remember i saw Rosangelica angelica concepcion mm-hmm. she's a brazilian black belt um the first black american was um nila Nija harris niger i know her last name is easton Okay. East, okay yeah easton i i'm sorry i know who, uh, yeah but i got who you're talking about that was the first one i had ever actually seen that like she was a black belt and she had she had that little had a cute little pixie cut and, like she know? was sharp i was like so we do exist yeah and then at the
1: highest level
0: yeah exactly and then i met um ronda andrews i oh, physically I love, met Rhonda. I physically met Rhonda Andrews in Vegas, Mm -hmm. and I was like, she doesn't, and I told her the very first time I interviewed her on um, Profiles in Badassery, you don't understand how important it was for me to meet you at that day, because I needed to see there were other black women at the highest level that this could be done, because I already know that God willing, knock on wood, I am going to make black belt. Yep. It's going to take that. It's gonna take me about another three or four, five years. But I'm, but gonna I'm going there. to I'm gonna get there. I'm going to get there. But I just needed to see that it could be done. And yeah. the reason yeah. that I created Black Woman Black Belt is so that white belts coming up that may be in abusive uh, gym relationships. And or even if they're not in an abusive gym relationship, you just see other black women. doing what we do because i've interviewed i have six of them online right now Mm -hmm. i've interviewed three more that i have not placed online and by the end of the summer if i could get the bravery to ask people i want to make sure that i have at least 16 people gotcha interviewed to where during the school year it'll just
1: drop drop them them. just
0: drop them that i can just drop them and so Cause there's a the more I started searching, the more I started finding, and I was like, number one, my first thing was I wanted to interview every black female black belt that I could find, yeah, and that is hard because it's not a lot of, (laughs) it's not a lot of them. I I, I'm I'm digging. There's a few people that I've been even I even when I'm even going outside of jujitsu because just martial arts Mm -hmm. is important for black women. Yeah, because if anybody. The, I say the only woman on earth that needs martial arts more than black women are Native Americans because they're woo. Black listen. women, we go we go through some we go through some shit, but they go through some shit. Listen, like,
1: was, I've said long ago, like can't nobody tell me shit. But Native Americans, for them, I'm be quiet because like y'all done got fucked over and still getting fucked over, and I understand anything y'all want to do. I am down right to you, pause. like Lauren... <laughs>
0: Some of us are literally living on their yeah. ancestors' graves. Yep. And then the people who drive me nuts. Like, for example, I was reading an article for about a Hawaiian lady that she's like, I'm going to have to move to the mainland because my ancestral home is too expensive for me to live in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is insane. That is
1: that's. Mm, mm, you know, it's like, you know, we're both in the South, but like I'm in Florida, we're yeah. saying like, Hey, we were here first, Um, no foreigners, but y'all live in Seminole County. Y'all live in, you know, and everything is named in the South,
0: everything in the South, like here in Louisville, everything, all the, all of the parks are named after native Americans. There's Iroquois, oh. Shawnee, there's Chickasaw there's our,
1: our city I mean, our whole counties are named after our cities are named after it like you think Okeechobee <laughs> no that's that's like, definitely that's definitely Native American yeah but, like, but it's yeah. just
0: like other but I was like we need more black women I've just felt like for me the reason that I started martial arts in the first place is because I moved into my own home mm-hmm. and I wanted to feel safe in my own home, yeah. and I already know that if something happens to me, I'm black. it's just gonna happen like mm-hmm. there's, I better like like I have white counterparts that I see them, and I'm like, I know if something happened to them, there would be an uproar, people would be all they'd be all up and like they hey now
1: a, post twenty twenty you might get that uproar though, maybe. Maybe. maybe and you and you a louisville, so... mm! yeah and
0: i'm in louisville yeah this is where the brianna taylor case happened and you, i'm like you, you might get a little stir yeah a little bit a <laughs> little bit but like i'm you have to also understand that like you're you're younger than i am just, <laughs> i i'm i'm pretty much and i'm not gonna say set in my ways because i'm not that old i'm not like in my 50s or 60s or something like that not but that set it's in my like <laughs> I'm like I was I came up in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like back when if something happened to you it just happened. Like I remember when I was sixteen and I and I don't tell this story very often, but I remember it was Thunder Over Louisville. You there's a giant fireworks show, Thunder Over Louisville. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is after the Thunderworks show the fireworks show, the traffic is so deadlocked. It was like You, I just got out of the bus and I just walked home. Now, here's the thing: I was 16 years old, and there was a like, like I rounded 14th Street and 14th Street at the time was the projects, right? Mm -hmm. And I came through 12, 13, 14th Street because I lived on 19th Street, and I noticed around 15th Street somebody was following me. It was Mm -hmm. a man following me, and he was running. And then I was like around, yeah, yeah, he was following me. Like, I was, and then the thought came to me. I was like, if this dude is up to no good, um, it's it up to say cross the street, cross the street. If this dude is up to no good, he's going to cross the street when you cross the street. So mm-hmm. the very first thing, because I was like, this dude is jogging in a good clip. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was... He was making up ground. So he's he
1: moving, uh, he moving back there. And he's moving
0: real fast. Mm-hmm. And then, first thing is, I crossed the street. And as soon as I crossed the street, he started crossing the street too, running. I was like, done. Yep. I was like, and I was I was 16 at the time, so I could run. I was mm-hmm. a really fast mm-hmm. runner. I literally put on the, and all of that adrenaline dropped too. I was like, I was gone. Oh, he, was not catching me. I, he was not catching me. He was not catching me. And then when I got to 18th Street, and it's a very busy intersection, he start he yelled down the street, what are you running for? I'm like, no, see, that let me know that you were, you why were after you me. me? Yeah, if you were not looking at me, you wouldn't have yelled that, like, yeah. if you was up on the up and up. So that's why I was like, I just want people to, especially black women. To know that this exists, yeah, right. Like if I'd have had that at sixteen, I still would have ran because <laughs> I would rather run than fight. But yeah, I but if he went, caught you, if he caught mm-hmm. me, I'd I'd have been done. It I would have been another statistic. Mm-hmm. It was and the plate and the worst part about it is is where we were walking. I would, we were near the graveyard. Oh, like there's a set of apartments on one side. The other side was the graveyard so like it was pitch black mm-hmm. and there's places there's like divots and stuff and there's the old library which is not no longer used and it was completely pitch black for two city blocks so if he would have caught me i feel like god was on my side that day yeah. like i was like the lord was on my side that day i was like there's been more than one time that i was like but just that, I, like...
1: That's stuck with good, you. That,
0: Yeah, it's good that, like, I was blessed that day, but on that same token, I feel like no woman should ever feel like that. Yeah. No, and, and, like, and, and you in the black... And I was I was raised in a very poor neighborhood, mm-hmm. and, and when you're in poverty, I don't know what it is, men really don't give a shit about you. Like, nope. they... There's no protection. Nervous, mm-hmm. like, so that's why I was like, I, I just wanted to put it out there that yes, this is Black women Black belt. Hopefully, girls that like Black women yeah, train that train see this. this mm-hmm. Black women who don't train see it as see, well. Okay, yeah. So that's kind of where I
1: am. That's well, that's awesome. Let me just do a quick jump back. I also yeah. met Rhonda. When I was competing as a blue belt, I've told this story like a million times and I'll keep saying it. Cause like you said, there's certain times you meet certain people and it impacts you so deeply that like you might tell them the story and they're like, what? I don't remember that. No, I will always remember. I went up there to train and I was by myself. I'm not to train, to compete at American nationals. And I was by myself, just my sister. My sister doesn't know anything about jujitsu and I want to say like maybe my second match or so, I see like, I'm, I'm over there and I hear somebody start yelling. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna do what they tell me to do. And like, and she says, Tori. I was like, oh, so they talking to me. <laughs> Cause there's nobody else. There's no other, like, you no, know, like he has some down mats. So I was like, oh, she's talking to me. So, and then between I went over there and she was like, hey, your sister said I could yell at you. I was like, no, thank you so much. And she stayed, even she had kids there or she had people there, but she stayed until I finished to coach me, came back the next day and helped me. Like she, like I saw her the next day and she helped me. And there was another dude who was there too, who another, just, just a random black dude. They just saw me there by myself and they took it upon themselves to come help me out. The dude was like, he's like, you feeling good? You feeling good? He like shaking my arm. I was like, Ooh, no one's <laughs> done this. Oh, I need to do this more. <laughs> yeah. You got that, that like the acid in your arm. You got to shake it. I was like, bet I like this but you know that was my that was my first time traveling well not my first time traveling into state this was like the biggest tournament I did this was I was far away from anybody else I was like on my birthday weekend it was I had like a 17 woman bracket at one time it was like a high stress moment in my life and like you just sat around over there I was like you I I, I will for Ever be grateful for that so like yeah and like you said it, it's meeting somebody at a certain time but like you meet a you meet like certain women and certain like a black woman too and they like just help boost you up a little bit there's something about that like well like even now will always bring a smile to my face
0: yeah yeah and that's mainly I mean long and short that's why because like the ones that I did see like I saw um Niger Easton right. And then the one, and the, it was another one, it was Rose Angelica. And this one stuck with me too. And I'll, I'm gonna stop talking after this. Cause I- You're good. Y'all, y'all know how. I like anybody that knows me knows I could talk four hours easily. No. But the one that really disturbed me and I forgot what what website it was on, I'll find it. Um, they had the picture of Rose Angelica Concepcion. I forgot the, uh, like Alvarez, I don't forget all. I think it was, uh, I remember her name was Rose Angelica. The mm-hmm. only picture because they were I was trying to find the oldest black female black belts mm-hmm. right and just trying to find any black female black belts. Mm-hmm. The picture they had of her was her looking a hot tasty mess. Like she looked really really bad in that picture. And I was like seriously, of all of, this woman is obviously competing at a high level. And that's the only picture y'all could get of her is when oh. she was competing and her hair was looking a hot tasty mess. And it was just I that just it burned my biscuits like yep that made me so mad like portraying
1: black women as these unkept wild and like savage yeah like 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 a man beast like yeah yeah yeah, like look at this black woman go like what bitch what Okay.
0: yeah and here's the thing i say about last year i noticed there's a deal da consciencia negra in um brazil and mm-hmm. I, I probably destroyed that because that's in portuguese and not in spanish um, you could. they had that same picture of Rosa- rosangelica they had a pit not that same picture they had a picture of rosangelica her hair was laid she had Thank like i heard she had the braids in she had like it was like red white like I- kind of like your hair with the purple in it oh yeah in the back but it's yeah, yeah, but hers is in the it was like oh, the whole way okay. through her hair was laid and I was like, see, that is the type of representation that we need. Exactly.
1: I you but know like I, I appreciate that. And you know, I have a whole other rant that can go on like black women having color in their hair and then not being seen as ghetto or grown. Put color in your hair, have fun with it, why not? You see all yeah, this? Yeah, look. Oh,
0: look. I'm like, about to. This is where I used to have color. I used to have purple. I used to have blue. My hair was red. I'm like, Listen, I'm going to do that because this is my damn hair. it's I mine for it. There you go. Look, Keep the, the
1: next time I get mine braided, I'm going like like half purple. I'm doing a lot of purple. And then when I finally take yeah. it out, I'm dying it. I don't know what color I'm going, but I'm going light. I'm going light because, again, like, why not? It's my like, hair.
0: Like, you you're like 30, 31?
1: 30, I just turned 31.
0: Yeah, um, do it while your hair will just grow right back. Like, if you don't like it, it'll grow, it'll
1: grow right back. At well, this see, point. I was like, I was, then, the, the jobs I had, you know, like, I was a volunteer manager, a, a volunteer coordinator, and I worked in a, I work. it's a place called The Villages. Very conservative, um, very, very old, very, very old, very, very white. So I couldn't have color in my crazy, hair. Crazy, crazy. It yeah. would be seen as unprofessional. So like for years, I never put color in my hair. I, um, I didn't get any tattoos, like visible tattoos on my arm. I didn't do any of that because I just, I didn't want to be judged for it. Now that I'm working for myself, I'm about to go purple and I have my appointment on the 30th to get my um, the first piece of my sleeve. So
0: yeah,
1: Tori is becoming her own now. Um, yeah, so yeah. Another thing I want to ask you is some of the other things that you do through um, with Black One Black Belt. Like I saw your... Um, you have like ask a sister and then you have the, you did like a hair tutorial. So are you using this, not just for like interviewing, but like just a a go-to place?
0: Yeah. That's kind of, I'm like today, hopefully if I could get it together, I want to put up a few recipes. I'm just trying Mm. to see anything that could help anybody i like i mean the ask a sister is just for anybody yeah, i yeah. i just I call it ask a sister because you know i'm a sister but like anybody who wants to ask a question send it to me and i answer it and like i if you've seen mine i'm real real silly so that, <laughs> i i got problems but that's okay um i just want anything that could help women in jiu-jitsu but especially black women especially for the hair thing the hair issue People don't understand, like the the, the jujitsu jujitsu hair don't care. That makes me laugh because <laughs> you have no like my white counterparts. God bless them; they have no idea. I will give
1: is. a I'll give a little shout out to those girls with that super thick curly hair because they close. They know they got a little bit of idea. They kind of
0: they kind of feel it, but
1: but this whole other this bit.
0: yeah. Like I even have locks, and mm-hmm. locks to me are. Once they've settled, because I've been having my locks for almost 20 years. Uh-huh. Like once you get to this point, I've cut them like 15 million times. I used to, like, my hair was literally, like, down here. Mm-hmm. I could make a bun, and it was filled with just hair. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of hair. But just just the hair issue by itself it's is a whole is, thing. Is, uh, it's thing. It's, it's rough. It's, I
1: wish my head, I had the right hair shape to just cut it all off but like I, I look, considered it. but like, I look weird. I need, like, even when I take my braids down, I just have my natural hair. And, um, my, I have that, I'm that person with that thick, thick hair, you know, that stuff that like it, no matter what length it is, it always shrinks down to here. Yeah. Like no, like, no matter what. So like, if I, when I actually, say like, hair. yeah. So like when I blow it out and I pick it out, it's like a huge thing, but I get yeah. two inches of moisture. Shoom! Yeah. But like I was Just, like, I, I might be able to do this. Like, mm, I'm not feeling it. Um, but
0: yeah, I've I've definitely got four C, four mm. D, four double oh. Q hair. It, like my, I got carpet, it took basically. Like, yeah, literally it took me like some, of, like the, some of my people that I've, some people that I've, some of my lock people, they're like, oh, it took me three months. It took me six months. So like, it took me a month, month <laughs> and a half. My stuff, like even when I go get my hair done, because I don't mm-hmm. get it done as nearly as much as I used to, because it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, it's expensive. Yep. Um he he did my hair, he's like, You have the tightest curl pattern. <laughs> like my stuff is my I have the tightest curl pattern. See, and that's a man.
1: I was like, I've gone back and forth about getting locks maybe like 10 different times. And my girlfriend, she has locks. And, like, now I'm learning how to retwist because, again, it costs money. Yeah. <laughs> but um, even, like, I've worn braids in some fashion since high school. I used to do, oh, mm-hmm. Lord bless me, I used to do micros.
0: That, ooh, girl. If y'all don't they do know, like, they're
1: very, very tiny braids. It takes about 10 to 12 hours to put in. And I wore those yeah. for, like, I you even wore sleep.
0: For, I was for 12. Yeah. Huh. Uh, You got to sleep pretty for like two weeks. Yeah, it
1: it is all tight. And then I started going with box braids. And like the one of the main reasons is like I have very thick hair and I sweat so bad. And like people don't understand like when you're black, like, yeah, you got to wash that stuff. But like wash day is a full that's a full two-day act that's an activity yeah that's that's an entire day it's not wash and let that stuff dry because like if you just let that stuff dry you try to comb or pick it out later you are in pain so like like
0: for me wash day it takes me 20 minutes just to wash my hair Mm because it takes me 20 minutes to wash my hair it takes me about an hour and a half to twist it up Mm -hmm. and then I have to if it's in the winter time I'll get under the dryer. That'll take another hour or so. Mm-hmm. But if it's summertime, thank God, right now I'll just go outside and just keep the clips in all day. Yep. And then it'll dry that away. But like people don't understand. It's like, a whole.
1: It's a whole thing. It's it's like it's. it's and even if you have straight hair, it's yeah. Still,
0: it's still a process.
1: If you have if you have relaxed hair, if you have braids, if you have locks, if you like, you just bust out with a shortcut. Like there's still a process to go to it, but like. One of these days I'm probably just gonna do the locks out of sheer why not? And like I know my girl will talk me into it eventually. But like just if if only because buying the hair to braid, every time I spend that money, I'm just like oh, okay, here, just take here's my money. Yeah. And like my money. money. <laughs> it's and it depends money. on whether
0: you get synthetic hair or where mm-hmm. you get real hair. And if you yep. get real hair. That's some real money. That like that's like a hundred dollars. That's one of the just reasons. For the hair. I,
1: that's one reason I stopped getting micro because the, the hair was so freaking expensive. But, yeah um box braid, give me that. Um give me that over there. That sent will do for me. Give it to me. I'm just gonna yeah. it's only gonna be in about three weeks anyway. This is a quick go through. Um
0: and before I got my locks, I I would have box braids mm-hmm. and I um like like I couldn't get. I couldn't even get the cheap stuff because, like, the ninety nine cent hair, and I don't know if it's ninety nine cent anymore. That and the fact that, like, my hair would turn. Like, if I would have a short braid in the back, it would mm-hmm. literally curl. What? Like, with- my hair was so. My hair, like I said when I said I have tightly curled hair, it would. And, and it's this stuff is literally plastic. Mm-hmm. It would curl it like hard. Like, yep. any this so lacky
1: this last time, like I was I was wrong. I this is on me. I can't blame nobody but me. But like I had smaller braids in than I do now. And I just had my girl keep like, you know, you just refresh the top. You just know do this first two layers and like everything else don't really matter because you don't really see it. But I did it one too many times. So when I went to unbraid it, the whole back side of my hair had locked up. Oh, yeah. No, like, and we're talking. Twisted like it all back here, where you know you pull it up. That had all yeah. up, like in sections, and then everything else was budding. Everything yeah. else was budding. So I, it took me hours days <sighs> to detangle because you know you start doing it after a while, like your head hurts. So I stop. Yeah, pick it. Stop. But it was. It that was the hardest time I ever had taking out my braids because I put them in too long. Like I said, I want to say like this this hole from my ear down had all locked up, everything else was butted. Yeah, and
0: that's it's what I was like terrible. Uh-oh. Yeah, so yeah, needless to say <laughs>
1: yeah. and and you're gonna have to have another talk because we yeah, can really and... go back and forth for a long time about anything. So yeah, we don't we don't gonna... been on here for what like an hour and a half? I know we're we're gonna collaborate on something else, but thank you for being on today. And no problem, you guys can check out Black One Black Belt. I have all her information down in the um, I always mess up what that thing is called in the, the description. In the description, yes, I have all her information. bio, yeah, all the information down in the description. And um, yeah, make sure you check her out, even if you're not black, it's some good information in there for you. All right, bye.
0: See you later.